guys. We're your hosts, Keely and Sukitra, and welcome to That's So Disrespectful Podcast. Podcast so darn good, it's disrespectful. Come chill with us each week as we talk about our experiences as two introverts living in today's society. Where we share nothing but the best vibes, good times, while leaving all negativity behind. You can find our podcast episodes on multiple streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Radio Public. Don't forget to follow our Instagram page for more relatable content and make sure to give us your feedback for each episode. Also, if you would like to donate to our podcast, there will be a link to our donation page as well as our other social media links in the description box. With that being said, we thank you guys for tuning in. Let's Let's jump jump right into the episode. Have you heard the quote, nice guys finish last or you get the short end of the stick? On this week's episode, we're talking about how growing up, being a nice person can come with some disappointing moments. Growing up, we weren't always introverted. There were moments in our childhood that kept us out of our shells. But it wasn't until we reached our teens, going into young adulthood, that we were hit with reality. I'm telling you, over the years, we built some toxic relationships. Mm. And during that process, we had to learn the importance of creating boundaries to protect ourselves from energy drainers. Yes. Woo! Now we look back on some (laughs) lessons that taught us how important it is to tell people to respect our boundaries. Mm -hmm. Also how we extend our time and energy towards people. Amen. (laughs) Get ready, because this episode, we about to get a little personal for y'all. I'm telling you. (laughs) So... I don't even know where to begin. Uh, honestly, this is like a, a book. I'm telling you. A book's worth of just moments in our lives where we experience toxicity to the extreme and all because we didn't know how to say no or we didn't want to uh, have any conflict. Yep. And also just people pleasing a lot. Yeah. And I learned that the hard way, multiple times. Still learning. But. Same. <laughs> but, um... <sighs> this week, actually, the funny thing... Crazy. This week is a perfect example as to what this episode is about and how we are learning to basically put our foot down yes. and have more respect, not only, you know... For others before ourselves and just yeah. taking ourselves more serious, man. Like <laughs> it's true. Well, All the stuff that that yeah. led up to that point mm-hmm. in creating boundaries was boundaries. I'm telling you, this like she said this week. Okay, I'm just gonna the week of November. The week of November, <laughs> man. Scorpio season for real, but oh, yes, very insightful. What what really have really triggered us was we was always trying to people please, like mm-hmm. Keely said or Kiyaki said. Um, the situation was we we was um, offered the opportunity 
Or more like me, I was offered an yeah. opportunity. I just drank it. <laughs> no, no, because no, we, we yeah. both, our goal but was still to find bad, something. Though. No, no, but yeah. that. Anyway, for just a disclaimer, um, like I said before in, I guess, a past episode or whatever, me and Kendra are both unemployed right now. We've been unemployed for a year yeah. because of the whole pandemic situation, you know, waiting to get vaccinated and all that good stuff. Um, and now we're in the transition again of finding jobs. We were going to go back to our old job, but you're like, nah, screw it, man. Um, <laughs> so we're trying to look for, you know, just a better environment, better place. Even though jobs are jobs and people yeah. are people, we can't expect, you know, for things to be a certain way all the time. So, um, but yeah, that's the gist of it. We're both looking for jobs. I happened to have like a phone call. Was it Monday? Yeah. Yeah, Monday about a place. I ain't gonna name the place. No. But um and they were they basically called back after I applied and mm-hmm. um I wasn't originally supposed to go to an interview that day. I was just chilling, but <laughs> I had missed the call this morning because you know, I was asleep. Um but <laughs> I, I woke up and saw that they called and I was nervous about it. I was like, Oh, can you try to call back? Cause you know, I don't know about y'all, but I have um, job anxiety or interview anxiety. Same, same. Uh, I don't like going, going through interviews because Mm-mm. it requires people. Wow, that's a big realization. It requires me to talk about myself, and I don't like talking about uh, myself in a way like to. Uh, I don't know how to talk a good talk for myself for people to hire me. I just kind of like go with whatever I think is right. But it's, it's always nerve-wracking. But yeah. um, also, the just whole process of change is kind of, like, foreign to me. I, we, we don't adapt well to change. No. Like, we do, but don't. Depends on how. Like, if we aren't really in control of it. Yeah. It's like, you kind of freak um, out. Yeah, we freak out first before we get dive into it. Anyway, um, they asked if I could come in for an interview. Because apparently they was, like, hiring right on the spot. But I didn't yeah. know. I thought they just wanted to interview. Um... I didn't really feel too good going into it because it was kind of last minute. It was almost like four, five. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I just, you know, and especially since the time changed, like everything is getting dark earlier and stuff. So it's kind of hard to adapt to getting ready for the day because it's like soon as the day starts, it ends. So, no, I'm telling so you, I, I wasn't, days, long my nights. mood was not there. I was like, huh. Maybe I should, shouldn't go. Maybe I should. I just kept going back and forth. And finally, I decided to call. At first, they ain't picked up. So I was like, is that God's sign? But I think it was, low-key. Yeah, um, yeah. At first, they ain't picked up. So I was like, oh, maybe it's a sign they ain't meant. Then the manager person called back. I'm like, dang. <laughs> so I answered. And, you know, conversation was nice. He sounded like a professional at first. And, you know. And I went along with it. I was like, maybe, you know, this can just, this can be something for me to dive into. Something different, a little different than what I've done in the past. But, um, let, you know, trying to give myself a chance. Because I usually just chicken out and back out immediately. Like, oh, no, thank you. I'll look somewhere else. But I wanted to try. Because I did tell myself, you know, me and Kitcher told ourselves that we were going to try doing um, different stuff. Without trying to, like, immediately back out. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, went to the interview. First thing I said, red flag. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of that in this episode. Yes, red flag, though. 
got there, I was trying to pump myself up. At first, I was like, not excited, but I was kind of like being optimistic about it. Like, okay, it's going to go well. Don't worry about it. Don't freak yourself out. You can do yeah. it. Got in there. Realized nobody was wearing a mask. I was like, oh, mm, well, that's, that's a big step for me. Even the hiring manager wasn't wearing a mask. That kind of freaked me out because I was the only one wearing a mask. Yeah. I had to ask him, like, should I take my mask off? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, her lady cough behind me kind of freaked out. But anyway, yeah, they introduced themselves. It was all cool and stuff, but you can't help. I guess once you, you watched like how a process is supposed to be when it comes to hiring people yeah compared to the experience you went through it's like uh you feel like it's kind of underwhelming like it's it's a little bit too good to be true mm-hmm. and the, the process for me like you know they hired me right on the spot and i'm like oh it's it, i amp myself up for no reason basically like <laughs> they were gonna hire me anyway but what really got me, not gonna lie, is how, um, I, I don't know, I guess it was like a trigger point in a way. Yeah. Because the man was like, um, basically like how you told you, was like, you know, I want to see your smile. And he, he was like, oh, I think you will be a good, uh, uh, front, what's that? Front house person. Yeah. Looking for cashiers, um, you know, um. You're a good front. House, you'll be a good front house person because you have a nice smile. And yeah, at first, said, I said, thought it was hey. a nice compliment, but then I thought about it. I'm like, hmm, this almost sounds like a trap because we've been. Our last job was kind of like that, where they kind of used our kindness, like they seen it on us, and they're like, oh, they're too kind, girls. They'll you you know they'd be willing to do anything, and that's how it kind of felt to me. Yeah. I don't know why. And then ever since he said that compliment, it's like... It lingered. Yeah, it lingered in my mind. And, and like, the hypeness that I felt, it went down quick. And I wasn't excited and... Not excited. I wasn't, like, confident. It, like, brought down my confidence in a weird way. Because I I thought about it, and I guess it was, like, a realization of, oh, they about to use me. I hate to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Most people probably wouldn't think that, but for me... And, you know, Sakentia, what we've been through, especially with our last job, um, you know, we had situations where people knew the kind of, peop- you know, person we was, like, being mm. kind and willing to help and do stuff, but they abused the heck out of that position for yes, us and made did. it into something that's, that wasn't, like, exciting to experience. Yeah. Um, at least for me, I don't, you know, because... No, I, can, I agree. Yeah, I can be kind and all that, but if I feel like it's being taken advantage of, I I just isolate myself. Mm-hmm. And immediately, I was just like, oh. Another red flag. Yeah. And then, it, it was like they was trying to hype you up in a way, like, oh yeah, because we're going to do this, we're like that. Like, it, it just felt too good to be true at mm-hmm. a very rushed Time. And then Very the dude, rushed. I felt like I didn't really have a say so in anything. He was there just like, go. "Oh, you did this, you did that." Da, 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 da. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but I'm like, "Can I ask you questions about your facility?" There you, you go. Know what I'm saying because I want to know what I'm getting the heck into. Yeah, y'all can be nice all day, <laughs> but when it comes to work, how your personality gonna change? Thank because you. Every, I don't care what nobody say. People will show you many faces, and when you meet the first face. You know, that they show you, 
don't do not think that's how they're gonna be the whole time because mm-hmm. people will flip on you real like quick a, a coin <laughs> like and you're like what the heck Especially since they said there was going to be another fast-paced environment, which I hate because I'm like, okay, I don't like working under pressure. A lot of things didn't add up when the the person that was interviewing us, yeah, she was like, you know, I like a la- a laid back environment, you know, I mm-hmm. like to chill and all that. But it's like a friendly but environment. I'm at like, the same huh? time, you like it's a fast-paced thing. I'm like, which one is it? Yeah, that wasn't messing up. Matching up with me, I either. guess what she was trying to say, like we can form bonds and stuff, and be Not working as a team and all. That. I'm like. But we the history people. of that, like, Mm-mm. us dealing with that, we know that's not true. That's how I, I knew. Say. <laughs> no, I that's like, not true. That bull ass. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and then after that, it was like, you could tell the professionalism is kind of BS, because right mm-hmm. after that, the person just kind of went in the back and got on their phone and was like, Shoot, talking. And then, Matt, she was on the phone. Yeah, then, but before then, during my interview, they was like, oh, do you know anybody else that don't want a job? And mm-hmm. at first, I was like, oh, should I mention, you know, Sakentra? But I knew we both needed a job at the time. So I'm like, yeah. you know, I, I have a sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I said, I have a sister that's looking as well. You know, if you want her to join, but I don't know how y'all feel about families working together. And he was like, no, no, it's fine. You know, usually other jobs don't look for that, you know, they don't really allow that, but we, you know, we looking for people, so go, come on and call her, tell her to come down. I'm like, well, okay. Um, in that moment, like, my energy level just, <laughs> not like physically, but just like mentally, my energy level just went down, but I was still trying to be somewhat optimistic about but my confidence, it left the window after that. I don't know what I happened. I could have too. It's like you look like you went through like a whole week workout. Yeah, that's how I felt. You looked it's so tired and drained. I was like a zombie. I knew something but was wrong. I guess that basically uh, using all that energy to make me go to the interview mm-hmm. that kind of drained me. But also, when you feel a vibe, you feel a vibe. Yes, Lord. And even though the vibe, like people was nice, you couldn't help but to see. Certain things, things. that kind of like let you know, like, oh yeah, y'all about to bull ass, yeah, real hard, yeah. <laughs> so, like I don't know, it, it's if you are empathic, you know, I'm yes, sorry, Lord, you or if you just that kind of person that can read energy real well, like you can read the vibes, read the room real well, <laughs> you'll know, yeah, because <laughs> I know there's people gonna be like, well, how y'all determine that from an interview, girl or yeah. guy? If you well, know, you got experience, yeah, and you know how. Especially in past situations, mm-hmm. especially working at the, the restaurant industry, yes, you know all that's bull as they yeah. tell you. They tell you to get you in, but when reality start kicking in, when them, them like that rush hour start coming in, mm-hmm. and customers and they start showing all that niceness go out, out the window, window, and they don't care about and they go in peace mode. Yep. <laughs> you like, well, what happened to all this when you was telling me mm-hmm. all this that? Because when I was doing my interview. Yeah, my main concern me. was having flexible hours. Yeah, Kendra was asking questions. Yes, Lord. <laughs> I was asking questions because I'm not about to jump into something that I literally just got out of a year ago mm-hmm. and right back into it. No. That was my biggest boundary was mm-hmm. to have flexible hours. And I told her, like, you know, um, I want flexible hours. She was like, well, okay, can't guarantee that we're going to have... Um, 
of have you working every weekend and all that. And I'm like thinking in my head, that's Sprite number one for Mm -hmm. me. Already out the window. Then on top of that, they hours were from 11 a.m. to 12 at night. And she was like, oh, that we're was going to make sure mm-hmm. we have everybody out by 12.30. Yep. I'm like, nah, oh. you know, doggone well. <laughs> Especially in the area that we live in, that is not possible. Because we be seeing lines around that time that we live at. Um, also, just I was just picking up, because I was doing my um information process on my phone. Mm-hmm. And she kept being on the phone and talking to the other co-workers and stuff. Not really. It's like too laid back. Yeah. Like it was, they, and it was gossiping about other employees and stuff. And she, and then one thing had really got me when she said, well, I could tell I'm going to be here all day um, helping out. Because um, basically trying to figure out how to do the, the day shift, the night shift. And I'm like. Yeah, it, it's. It's just little, It was like she sign. wasn't even confident in herself. Or all the way professional about her position. Like, you could tell like she, she has just got her position. Because she, she told. She yeah. was in the um, retail industry and how she got the job. She the the way they hire people wasn't like, professional like at all. That. It was just like, okay, we're going to hire you on the spot. They literally just picking up anybody from the screen. Literally, I'm tired of them kind of jobs. Man, yeah. like, you, you, I ain't about to work You see a new face every day? Nah. Yeah, I'm tired of that. And especially, and that's, also a bad thing for empaths, you got to constantly re yes. like re meet people or meet people, you know, like different energies. That's draining. That is draining. And I think that's also why, you know, my, my soul wasn't like, nah, nah, I felt my that soul in my was spirit. like, nah, don't don't for do real. It. Don't take it. Cause after we after we got home. Yeah. Cause at first I'm like, oh, they real chill, they cool and all that. Yeah. But then I started thinking about all nah, the signs. I was already over. I was um <laughs> had my mask on most of the interview. The only time mm-hmm. I took it off when the man asked me to smile. That was the only time I put it right and back see, on. That, that there was like weird for me. I'm like, why would he ask you to smile? Like, what, huh? Basically, he oh, we need to see. And I hate to say, you can't help but to think, like, oh, they about to use us and see if we going to be the main, you know, workers that they going to have. That's what that's what just rang through my mind. I'm like, yep, they about mm-hmm. to use us. Yeah. And it made me think about our last job. And also, the fact that we've been unemployed for a year, we were able to basically get back to ourselves and realize yeah. what the heck we deserve. Yeah, our work. Yeah, and a lot of people are like that now, especially with mm-hmm. uh, work. People... No, they ain't putting up boundaries now. Like, they know what they gonna settle for, what they not gonna settle yes, for. Yes, Lord. And that, even though it's it's like it's kind of not a bad thing, but it can be something that's maybe troublesome in the future, like for you know work um wise, because a lot of people quit. Yes, um, <laughs> a lot of people ain't settling for regular nine to fives no more. Mm-mm. And that system. A lot change. of places are shutting down and stuff. Because of that, like, people are knowing their worth now. They ain't about to slave over no doggone labor. Labor. Like, that for a little bit. <laughs> and I think that's also what it was for us, too. Yeah, we saw that. Because we saw that, and we know now what we deserve. Because the last place, even though it was good, like, beneficially, like, for our finances at the time. Mm-hmm. um, But we saw, like, during the pandemic where we were able to get... More than what we had from our job. Mm-hmm. And seeing like, man, we could actually do way better. Like, we could actually do stuff like 
at home, like you can start our own kind of thing, like yeah. how we decided to start the podcast. Yeah, during <laughs> the pandemic, and now we on season two, and talking about our dreams and aspirations, what we want to do, without thinking about what other people want us to do. Yeah, and. That was another thing. Yeah. Like, do I want to go back into an yeah, environment? That's the, yeah, that's what People I telling me what to do, basically. I'm helping y'all get richer, or I'm just here making y'all look good. Why, bringing tiring myself home. out. Yeah. Yeah, like, you, you, I just thought about all that during that interview. I'm like, do I really want this? Or do am I just settling, like, to please yes. other people? And that was the main reason. And I hate to say it, not to put um our parents on blast. But um, <laughs> our parents were, like, the main reciprocants for that, like... Motivation. I know they want us to work, and we are still looking, but I felt like we were settling for anything just to please them. Yep. And I don't care. I'm sorry for whoever's listening that may be related to us. I'm sorry. We just not like y'all, okay? <laughs> we are kind. We are kind people. But after a while, that kind of kind of run out because we see how... It is when you are kind to people and you see how they use you based off of that, basically. And not just with this situation with the whole job. That was just an example. That yeah. was a long example, but it was an example. <laughs> but, um, basically, what made us like create boundaries with people is how people are so quick to take what you give them and basically run with it and don't give anything in return. they just like, oh, yeah, they'll, they, they nice. They'll do it. Yeah, they just assume that like, we assume, gonna do it. And we be like, okay, and that's like I said, that's disrespectful. Yeah, to ourselves because I'm putting myself aside mm-hmm. to please you, and I'm not helping myself grow, grow, or not voicing my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's been that's been us growing up. Period. period. Yes, always putting ourselves. Um, beside because we don't want to be we trying to be humble yeah but you got to learn a balance between being humble but also not taking bull ass because yeah people will use the heck out you if you let them mm-hmm. and if you if they really care about you they won't disrespect you in a way that they basically um you know just use the heck out of you and not respect your boundaries yeah and, and also learning what the heck boundaries are. Yeah, we had to we learn didn't that didn't no bound. We didn't even knew about boundaries mm-hmm. growing up. We were always taught to just be nice. Yeah, I hate be to nice say it. and stay in the child's place. Yep, basically, or we stay, stay no in voice. the place that you are in. You ain't. Yeah, and that that kind of really hindered us a lot growing up because we were always trying to, like I said, be humble and not be out of character. Yep, and. Look after people that look after us, but really, it's just us looking after them. And or you, you just don't want to be in confrontation, so you just take whatever you settle for. Whatever. Yeah, like they call it bigger, being being a, a bigger brain. Bull mm-hmm. <laughs> <Cool> S. Sorry, <laughs> Lord. Uh, but how doing that, like how it is now for us, it's still a, a challenge because we're learning how to. Um, set those boundaries in place with people. It is, like, cringy, and it's kind of, like, something you you don't want to experience because you know you have to go through people that's going to give you a hard time. 
like once you set them down, you're like, where this coming from? I don't understand how you felt like this. Well, da, 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 da. They can't take it. Yeah. No way. Uh, then you, that's when you realize like the that's kind true. of people you were settling for. Yeah. And that's when the toxicity come in because it's like, wow, you really are like that. Like you really don't really care about me enough. Like I care about you. Mm-hmm. But you telling me, like, once, and then the funny part is once you start setting them boundaries, that's when people are like, oh, you mean? Like, well, I don't understand where this coming from. Yeah. Like, no. Like, when you give them that energy that they gave you, it's like. Like, really? <laughs> I'm going to do this They throw it back home, in your face. And now you want to act all brand new? Mm-hmm. I had <laughs> many experiences where people did that to me. And they were like, um, all you had to do is just tell me how you <laughs> felt. Knowing damn well that they're the confrontational person that would like to be dramatic, but they like to call you dramatic. Yep. And put it all on you. Yeah. And then be like, oh, well, I don't want to basically tick you off or anything. So I'm going to just distance myself. And that's why I'm just like, well, I'm just have to cut you off because ain't no way of getting them to understand you um, enough to basically respect your boundaries. And I know we experience that a lot yeah. with people. Not just with friends and stuff, but family too. Family, that'd be the main root of the problem. Yes. Lord. <clears throat> yeah. Family, not gonna get too deep into that. Family members and stuff. Prime examples of where boundaries need to be placed in. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, growing up, you deal with like cousins, aunties, uncles that basically, or fam- just family in general values that you don't really necessarily agree with but you have to do it for the sake of the family and also just wanting to be an example i guess that's that was a big thing for us too wanting to be a good example for everybody but really it kind of brought a lot of um like strife within us too because we felt like people didn't understand us yeah, just, and it, it still kind of feels that way mm-hmm. with not just with family, just in, in general. Because, you know, people, like, now, since we be having these talks more and more, mm-hmm. I feel like I still don't get my point across too much. Because we, we still trying to we learn. still learning. Yeah. Because I ain't, like you said, like, I ain't used to like voicing my opinion, mm-hmm. and now we legit got a platform now where we Can't. voice our opinion <laughs> yeah. and stuff now. It and feels we can weird. Open up. It does feel weird, but it shouldn't even feel like that. I know, and a lot of people feel like that. A lot of people do feel like that, where they feel like they can't open themselves up honestly and be themselves. Yeah, because other people push them down and think, "Oh, you're being too sensitive. You're being too oh my dramatic, god, that, being that blah, was blah, 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 blah. one of my biggest triggers the other the other day. Yeah, when we had to tell our um, parents, parents about the situation like, I be felt because we had Bible study every almost every week and. One of the Bible studies, we was telling them our discussion about, you know, the job situation, the job searching, mm-hmm. and how we felt about how it is these days. Mm-hmm. And our biggest concern was, like, we ain't about to put ourselves in any other environment like we used to do in the past, just right. for yeah. other people's benefit. And 
they didn't really understand it, but they didn't really not I won't say care, but they didn't want to hear it basically. Yeah. They, they wanted want to, to hear, hear what they wanted to hear. Yeah. But when we first saw our mom about it and mm-hmm. she was like, Okay. But I think that's what was triggering me the most is like you finally voice your opinion and stuff, but it feel like the person wasn't really responding in a way that you want them to respond or they just like okay i heard enough like i'm just gonna you know get it over with like okay you voice your opinion that's it it is like a, a beating a dead horse to me it wasn't a place of understanding for you like, yeah you felt like i they, felt like just, i still wasn't in for it. whatever you were saying just to hush you up basically yeah to keep the peace and that's what the whole point the real test of it was that day for me because I finally voiced my opinion. I want to make sure you got done. You got to understand it. That's this is truly how I felt. Cause she was like looking at me like I was coming left field with it. But that's how the more and more I was talking about, the more I was getting triggered by it. She, and then when she said, Oh, cause you're too sensitive. And I was like, that really had triggered me. That triggered me so hard that day. And that's the thing with parents. Like, they don't understand just the people emotional altitude that, you know, your children have to grow up with. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, like, when it comes to children who are more empathic and and mm. aren't really good at socializing and stuff like that because of their upbringing. Oh, expressing their emotions. Yeah. Because they wasn't in a space to do that, but now... Yeah. They are. And they still, they trying to learn. Like, yeah. we actually are trying to give ourselves time to learn ourselves and what we enjoy and what we want to do. Yeah. But growing up, being, we had that, but it wasn't, like, our main focus because our parents um, always try to protect us yeah. from the outside world. And, it's, and now it's like, part. we trying to get into the outside world. Now they're like, okay, y'all can go out there. Y'all grown, do 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 they don't realize how much they sheltered us enough that it made us have, you know, it made us struggle trying to get out there because we never really had those experiences to know. And I think that's why it's so important to talk to your kids about what they're going to experience when they get older. Like, you can't just say, like, I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to do that. You got to let them know because, you know, kids going to be kids and they're going to do something. That's going to be outside of what your parents allowed. Yeah. And um, it's up to you to tell them or teach them how to deal with that. Because if you don't, they're going to be lost. And yeah. I hate to say it, like, with us, we were taught, oh, always be nice, always be humble, don't act a fool, don't do this and that. And I'm like, okay, cool, but what if we do get in them situations, hmm. how are we going to handle them? And I think that's what we're struggling with now, and that's why it's taking us so long to... um figure things out and get through things because I know this with us we always have to overthink it before we actually do it yeah because we contemplate in our minds like is this right is this wrong am I am, what am I feeling is it right you know stuff yeah. like that or like we dealing with yeah dealing with toxic people you thinking like oh Maybe they're still good, you know. Yeah, that's that was seeing the, the good main in problem. people. We see the good in people yeah. so much, and then they end up basically proving they're that they're not good for us, and we basically go back and forth between 
should I let this person go? Am I overthinking it? And I'm yep. doing this and that. Blah, 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 you don't want to seem like you being the bad guy. Yeah, and then the when you finally do buck up for yourself and think like, oh, you know, I deserve better, you start to kind of doubt yourself because you start to, because you never had that backbone yeah. to say, like, no, don't put my foot down. It feels weird because you feel like you're out of place. Like, you don't know if this is the right thing for you or not. Because, because you are, you're going out your character. Yeah. And I have to go out my character or something. Yeah. That's a big step for me. That's why it's good to just be upfront with people right away. Like, yeah. I know it's, it's probably uncomfortable, especially, like, people like us. It's uncomfortable for us to tell people how we feel right away. But if it helps benefit the friendship or whatever you're in, mm-hmm. then I say do it. Because if you don't, it's going to be thrown back in your face later. Yes, Lord. And... But also, I say, you could still be kind, but also be able to get your point across, too. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to set them boundaries. Tell people how you feel. Don't try to sugarcoat nothing. Just be upfront. Because if you don't, people going to run you overhead you. you. Yeah. Yes, Lord. <laughs> You're going you to just be like, well, what the heck? This, you know, you're just going to be in a, a tussle. going to explode. With your emotions. Yeah, you're yeah. going to explode eventually. And that happened to us countless of times. Like, for me, it was friendships. Like... Mm-hmm. I've been through many friendships where it it started off good and you know we bonded well all this and that I was, aka people pleasing but that was just me trying to keep things good for the friendship but it was, it was making things hard for me because I felt like I was doing things to keep them but they wasn't doing anything to keep me. Yep. And <laughs> that's where it clashed at because I felt like well how come you're not, um being this way for me and I'm being this way for you. But then I had to realize like you can't expect people to be the same way as you. Right. And that was a hard lesson to learn. I'm still learning that. But at the same time you ain't got to settle for that either. So don't you can you know, I don't care how good like what good memories you have with somebody, if they treat you a certain way and you don't like it or if they're not bringing you that joy that they once did like when you first got in there like like they say, weigh out the options. Or how many good moments have you had with this person? How many bad moments have you had with this person? Mm-hmm. Or what kind of emotions does this person bring out of you? Whether good or bad. And like they said, if good, if the bad outweigh the good, peace up, eight down, down. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Like, you don't have to settle. And that's the thing with us. We're learning that we don't have to settle. And I think the reason why it was so hard for us with this, even though it was just like, the first interview we had coming back from, you know, being on hiatus from work. Mm-hmm. The reason why I think it was so emotional for us was because we never had that chance where we were like, okay, no, I don't want to do this. And had to tell our parents that. As grown as we is, it took us, you know, to up to this point to actually finally put our foot down and be like, nah, I'm not doing this. I don't feel comfortable. And then having to tell your parents that who, you know, you know, we thankful um, that take care of us and provide for us, but it's like yeah. telling your main provider, like, no, I don't want to do this. I don't feel comfortable. And growing, especially growing up in a black household, Lord, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear none <laughs> of that. Basically, you gonna work or not? Yeah, like bon- how people do, you know, how the people talk to you and all that. You got to work. And with me and Kitchen, we not about that life. I'm sorry, no, we not. not no more. No, no. <laughs> and yeah, that that. that this past year, like I said, has mm-hmm. taught me a lot. Because I expected it to hit me 
that yeah. hard. Yeah. It got As me emotional. Realizing like how burned out I really was yeah. over the years. Not just with the job, but just in general. Like because you extending out for your, other people, not yourself. Yeah, you extended out your kindness too much, and now you see how yourself. people. Yeah. Do you when you do so, and it's not a good feeling. It mm-hmm. actually literally can drain you. Yeah. And that's what happened to us. And I think during this pandemic, we realized, like, man, ain't nobody going through this mess no more. No more. Like, I know eventually, yeah, we're going to have to find jobs to save money and stuff. But we don't always have to settle for the first thing that comes to us. That's right. Because basically, like they said, if they give you attention, doesn't mean it's good for you. <laughs> if, it, if it comes to you, doesn't mean it's for you. It's just a test. And we saw this as a major test and also a great example for our topic today. Yes. (laughs) But, um, yeah, with setting boundaries now, we're just, for me, uh, I guess it's me being more honest with people. Like, I've always been kind of honest, but I I admit I did kind of, like, sugarcoat things in the past to keep people around, but now I'm just, like, if you're for me, you're for me. If you're not, you're not. Exactly. Um, I'm not holding back my feelings and emotions. Either you're going to take it or not. You're, gonna, you're not going to tell me I'm sensitive. I already know I'm a water sign. I'm full of water. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, all jokes aside, it's just, you know, getting people to respect you. And that's the main goal for us. Not goal, but that's the main thing for us this year is letting people see us for who we are. And having them respect us like we respect them. Giving yeah. that same energy back because I'm tired of people running us over and thinking, oh, they're nice. They'll do it. Oh, they're good girls. Yeah. Oh, they won't hurt a fly. I'll cry while beating you up. I'm playing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm playing. Well, um, yeah, just, just have some respect for people. Even people who are a little more sensitive still have respect for them because they going. You don't know what battle people are going through. Yeah, they can be the kindest person in the world, but they they can be going through so much and we wouldn't know. And because they don't know how to express it. Yeah, people won't like, let them express it. Thank you. Or in a space where you can express yourself. Yeah, and also surround yourself with people who are open and willing to learn about you. Yeah, don't let people like those energy drainers. Come mm-hmm. into place where they just like, oh yeah, girl, you'll get through it. Da da da. Don't even kind of like nurture you in a way where you feel like you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. Not saying people are responsible for that because people aren't. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. But if you truly care about that person and you want them in your life, I say at least give them a little space yeah. for them to be, you know, vulnerable. Now, we did have a lot of breakthrough moments, especially mm-hmm. in um with our our parents. Yeah. Like, like my mom especially would and she was opening the, up. She she was the straight the military sergeant growing up for us. So yeah, she was a heavy hitter. So that's why now <laughs> it's like it's weird. It's weird because she she under she's starting to understand it more now. Yeah. Like with the way we was. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I know it's like a lot of like young people who be like, man, my parents so mean. Da, 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 da. But then, you know, once you get older, they kind of open up because they see, like, oh, you grown, you know. I don't have to be too hard on you anymore. You kind of prove that you growed up well enough to take care of yourself and stuff, so I ain't going to be too yeah. harsh on you. And also, <laughs> we are thankful for the way we grew up because mm-hmm. it made us realize, like you say, our worth and to stand up for ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
and to know that difference and that to fill out that environment where we know something just ain't right. Yeah. But it's like we had to go through that. You always got to go through something. You yeah. have to learn a lesson with something. You got to. Every time. You can't always just get through things and not learn it. So even though it was hard for us, you know, learning about basically putting our foot down and being no more Mr. Nice Guy. Yes. Um, putting It bound. still was a good lesson, a long lesson for us. We still learning it yeah. uh, each day because, you know, everybody has their relapse moments where they go back to old habits. But as yeah. long as you can continue to redeem yourself and kind of remind yourself like, hey, I don't think I'm comfortable with this. I don't want to, you know, I want people to see me as me and respect me. If you go, if you can come back to that moment in time for yourself, I think you'll get the hang of it and meet people that are made for you. Yeah. Not just because you know, you're nice. They just like you because you're you. you yeah. Know? So, you know, for those young people who are listening and are struggling with being too nice just to keep people around, people pleasing, I'd say, you know, just make sure the people you're around are for you. Yeah. Don't let them make you feel like you're not good enough for them because or make you feel like something wrong with you yeah because you being you pouring your heart out not to you know overextend but Mm-mm. in a way that that's your love language you know check out the um <laughs> last episode yeah yeah just just know just know how to set them boundaries and it'll, it'll really help you i'm not, not oh, being totally. completely honest some people will stay. Some people will leave. It's all right, though, because you, say some people just you still you at the end of the day. Okay? You just being real. Yeah, because that's all you got at the end of the day is you. Exactly. Hmm. And I think that's a good way to end that section. Yeah. <laughs> all you got is you. Today, this is the part of the podcast where we present to you guys our mood of the day regarding anything such as a product, song, quote, movie, or show recommendation, as well as a question for our listeners to give their input over on our Instagram page. Yes, and today's mood of the day for me is the book, You Are a Bad don't keep behind us, play. You are a bad A. <laughs> She's a bad, bad, It's the book, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness, Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sinchiro. Oh, okay. I've been seeing this. Uh, oh, yeah. That yeah. book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this book. A lot of people, um, videos that I've been watching lately mm-hmm. about, you know, people talking about how to be a better person or to put yourself or the main character of your life. <laughs> Them kind of videos. I've been watching that, especially yesterday. Yeah. And I keep seeing this book as a, a suggestion mm-hmm. lately. So I'm like, book. yeah, I see the book everywhere. I've been brought it, but I never, anytime I read it, I always stop and forget about it for a bit. But now I'm, I'm it's like a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> a constant reminder. So I suggest you read that book to, to kind of. learn how to start putting yourself First, first, and learn boundaries. Remind and yourself of who the f you are, kind right. Who you are, it is your importance of 
being on this earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are somebody. Yeah. Everybody's somebody. You know what I'm saying? And also, another suggestion. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a journal. Jola. I'm telling you. That job would help a lot. I've been... I had a journal ever since I was like... I was like in middle school. Like, sixth grade and stuff. Mm-hmm. And growing up... I noticed, like, it's a good way to reflect back then, like, how you was back in middle school up till now as an adult. And you'll see, like, stuff that you couldn't probably express yourself too much with mm-hmm. people. Yep. Especially people like us that couldn't express our emotions that well. Yeah. Talking-wise, sometimes some people do better, like, writing down mm-hmm. stuff. It really helps. Therapeutic. And every time I... It could be, I don't know, I could stop writing in my journal for about months. And then when I write that one time, decided, and I look back when I wrote, and I'm like, oh, it's like a full circle moment. Like, oh, that's why I was acting the way I was acting and stuff like that. So, yeah, it, it's the it timing really of it is so weird. Too. Yeah. Especially like if you go through a certain moment in time and you look back at an old post or something that you wrote, it. it that used to happen to me a lot, especially on Facebook. Yeah. I don't have it no more. But <laughs> I used to make, like, you know, when I was an emotional teenager, I used to write down my feelings because I ain't really knew the concept of journaling back then. So I used to kind of, like, write down how I felt about whatever that day. And it always used to match up with the current time. And I'm like, yes. what the heck was old me about? <laughs> wow, it's 333 three, 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 three. Right. this. Oh, not right. Talk about this. But, yeah, that's a good way. Journaling. Journaling. It really does help. A big help. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to express yourself any other way. Yeah. Well, um, that's those are good two suggestions. Thank you, Sakintra. You're welcome. Um, our question of the day for our listeners is, of course, how do you guys set your boundaries with others? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Tell us. Yes. <laughs> so, tell us your answers over at our Instagram at so disrespectful pods under our recent posts regarding today's episode yes also don't forget to follow our page for special highlights and more relatable content yeah all other social media links will be listed in the description yes don't forget (laughs) like if you guys want to be a little generous and donate to us please do so the donation link will also be down in the description box we're we're enjoying the podcast so far. You know, we this only on like very fun and therapeutic. <laughs> yeah, it, very. This like this week was just it was a perfect uh, lead into today's episode. Definitely, <laughs> like um, wow. Like I said, for those who struggle a little bit with um, being more vocal about how you're feeling and stuff, give yourself time, but also know that you're worthy and that you deserve better. You know, you deserve the best in this world, just like everybody else. Don't let people overshine you. Don't let mm-hmm. other people talk you down. Being nice does not mean that you're weak. That's right. It means that you just care a little yeah. bit more. And ain't nothing wrong with that. There's okay? nothing wrong. But also know your limitations, your boundaries. Don't let people run over you. Because yeah. you don't deserve that energy, okay? Hmm. <laughs> Be for yourself. Respect yourself and others will respect you. That's right. And that's what we're leaving off on today. Hope you guys enjoyed listening on today's episode. Like she said, follow our socials and all that stuff. And we'll see you guys in our next episode. Thank you, 
Bye. We love you. <laughs> See you. Bye-bye.